Hello, welcome back to the podcast. We are going to be finishing up the LGA series through the next, I say, five weeks, including this week. Um, So this week we are going to talk about anxiety versus intuition, which I think is uh, one of the most important quality. I I feel like I say that about every episode. Everything's important, right? And then the following four weeks are going to be on that spiritual layer. So layer four, we'll be talking about... um, uh, Oracle cards and oils, EFT tapping, the, um, uh, what's it called? <laughs> it's going to go well. Clearly it's going to go well because I'm recording these all together. As you can hear in my voice, I'm very raspy. So the next five weeks, you're going to hear this raspy voice. We did not have an episode last week. It was Labor Day. Um, but totally aside from that, cause I did plan to have an episode out. I was hit hard with a sickness, um, unlabeled sickness. We won't talk about it, but, um, I'm still, uh, I feel so much better. My voice does not sound good, uh, but I am good. So bear with me while I have a different tone of voice over the next few weeks. And then I'm really excited to see what comes beyond, uh, the, the completion of the LGA series. Anyone who is listening real time and follows me on Instagram, I have uh, shared that I am now homeschooling my children. I'll probably tie that into today's episode with intuition versus anxiety. I think it's very relevant to conversation. Um, so we'll we'll see what comes beyond. I've um, you know I'll be working really implementing everything I teach around managing my energy um, and reaching goals and all of those things. Um, big gear shift here, and I know as I learn and move through this, there's a lot to teach and, and integrate in that. So I'm excited to take you guys along on my journey. Um, okay, so before we jump into anxiety versus intuition, one thing I just want to touch on quickly is uh, the the next module, if you are in the Layered Growth Academy, is uh, about, it's, I call it aligned energetic scheduling. So if you go back to, I think it's episode 264 is the episode on scheduling. I add some more components into scheduling to create what's called aligned energetic scheduling. Components added in, one of the biggest things is aligning your schedule with your uh, with your menstrual cycle, your feminine cycle, uh, could be the moon phases, whatever it might be for you. Um, because what I find is like we, we try and schedule each week the, se- the same and manage our energy the same way where our energy is not the same each week. So for instance... Um, it's really important to uh, utilize the energy you have in a week in ways of, so say during your ovulation time or full moon, you have a lot more energy. You have a lot more to put out. You feel a lot more outgoing. This is the week that you want to kind of like bang out the projects, put yourself out there, um, try and get the interviews, do the social things that you don't always love doing, those types of things. And you don't need as much recoup time. You don't need as much sleep. You don't, you know, and obviously some of us are extroverted, introverted, and that's going to vary on things too. Whereas if it's the week where it's days leading to your menstrual cycle or the new moon, you're probably going to have a lot less energy. So this is the week that you want to kind of like tie things up so that you have this, the mental space and capacity to do more resting. Um, you want to schedule in more sleep, more nurturing things like maybe a bath for yourself or a massage or, um, you know, even blocking out that time to, to Netflix, like just binge your favorite show, um, get your cleaning wrapped up and done so that you can have 
your weekend or whatever days that you're menstruating or, or dealing with the, the new moon, you can really relax those kinds of things. So you really want to uh, align your cycle with your different energies each week. Another component I add into this is um, your goal setting. So there was uh, in an earlier episode talking about uh, creating and setting your goals and really breaking them down into smaller steps. So um, if you have a goal of decluttering your house, uh, you know, maybe you want to schedule in um, to declutter the coat closet this week or whatever it is. And so add those goal steps in um, to be sure that you're hitting your goals and you only focus on the small, tiny steps of hitting your goals. And that's when we end up reaching the big goal. It's really fun to kind of experience that in real time. So if you're doing scheduling the way uh, I talked about it in episode 264, see if you can then now add in. And this is why I teach it that way, because it's all new concepts, right? Scheduling for your energy versus just managing your time is a very different feel, even though it kind of looks the same. Uh, And I don't want to add in too much at one time. So, you know, once you kind of get the hang of it and you've built a new habit, then it's like, okay, let's see if I can adjust this to manage my um, energy from week to week and to really meet my needs where they are week to week. So I, um, I encourage you to give that a try. So anxiety versus intuition. Um, this is tough. And this is one of the big questions I think so many of us have is like, how can you tell the difference? Because uh, making decisions and moving forward. So it could be big life decisions, right? Or it could be as simple as like, what direction do I feel like driving today? And the thing is, is all of us have that sixth sense of intuition. Some of us have it very strong because the muscle is built and we've been connected with it. Um, As children, we're essentially told to ignore it, which I'm not going to dive into the worms of that, but just the way our world is structured. It's, you know, when a kid says, um, even, you know, with our decision with homeschooling, structured school, you know, a kid intuitively might know, I need to take a break. And they're told, no, you can't. You know, so they're, they're, and it's, it's simple moments like that that compound to teach a child to not trust their intuition. It's like, okay, that might be what you need, but we're telling you, you can't do that, you know? Um, and this isn't me bashing school. This could be for all of us, like at work, whatever it is. Um, our parents do this to us, and it's not uh, for malintent, right? I want to definitely say that. It's not intentionally like, let's screw this person up. That's not what it is. We live in a very masculine-driven society. There's not a lot of room for intuition, which is a very feminine energy. It's very fluid. It's nurturing. It's flowy. It doesn't really have... um, It's not about intellect. Intellect is the opposite of intuition. So that And we run on um, intellect in this world. So it's really hard to find the space for that intuition when we are told only to trust that intellectual component, correct? So that's why it's really hard for a lot of us to really understand. And not only even, I think a lot of us can actually hear our intuition, but trusting it is where it gets very mucky with that anxiety component because intuition isn't comfortable necessarily. It is something that, uh, oftentimes it's going to lead you down a path of least, no, that's the wrong saying. It's going to lead you down a path that hasn't been traveled, right? You have to kind of trailblaze when it comes to your intuition, whether it's inside your family and the norms of society, uh, just in what you've ever done in your life. It often is going to lead you down a path that doesn't make sense. Cause again, it's not about intellectualizing. You can't intellectualize intuition. 
Anxiety, so intuition lives in your body. Anxiety lives in your head. Anxiety comes from fear. Intuition is straight from your knowing, okay? So I find, now everybody, this is where, and I have an exercise for you, and basically I'm just going to say do the exercise, um, practice it every day, and as you do that, your intuition muscle will grow stronger, and that I, that is when you will discern between your own intuition and anxiety a lot faster. I can't tell you how your anxiety presents itself. I also can't tell you how your intuition presents itself. You can only do it through like data collection and experience. And as soon as you begin to recognize it, you no longer have to question it. You can discern and really compartmentalize. This is my anxiety. This is my intuition. And then you get to kind of decide how you want to move forward in your life, right? So the goal is just basically to be able to discern. So for me, my anxiety is very um, fear-based. If you find yourself really intellectualizing something, trying to think your way through it or out of it or into it, um, I often feel anxiety in my chest or the tingling in my spine, um, a heaviness in my stomach. Intuition for me, physically how I feel it, it is just this it's a calm I can't even describe it's very quiet too it is truly a knowing it is it is like a confidence that I can't even describe where this confidence you know when someone's so confident they're like I'm not going to explain myself I will say what I need to say without a ton of emotion and I'm going to say it and that's it that's how the intuition is it's not going to fight for attention it's not going to fight to be chosen it's just going to be unknowing so for most recently now I'm someone in my life I make big bold (laughs) switches a lot like I've I've left school counseling I started a photography business I did it for almost 10 years I chose to close my photography business started a coaching business we have moved multiple times Um, and then one of the most recent big changes is choosing homeschooling for our children so so here's what's interesting. Now, when I when I talk about the the schooling decision, we had we had this nudge to um, transfer our children. So we we were, and I'm not going to get into it because it's really not about the school. Like I don't, you know, it's like is it a them problem or an us problem? And I think it's just about like what is meeting your needs the most, and it doesn't have to be a, a game of fault or blame or anyone doing anything wrong ever in a lot of things in life it can just be a very matter of fact this doesn't feel fully aligned period I don't have to over explain myself I don't have to lay fault on us I don't have to lay fault on you it just is it's just where we are and we're recognizing that and we're going to curiously explore is there another option that might feel more aligned and that's what happened so it truly when I say follow the breadcrumbs that's what we did so we explored another uh, school close by Um, amazing community, incredible, felt really, really warm and welcoming, um, and intellectually felt like a really good fit for us, right? So we move forward with um, uh, applying and going through the testing and being accepted and all of that. Our our one child was waitlisted because the, the class was full. So they didn't have room to add more students. So it kind of put us in this other position of like, oh, okay, so now what? Now what are our options? Do we stay with where they were? Do we look at different options? And that's when homeschool presented itself. 
So what was almost frustrating for me is as I explored homeschooling, I knew in the deepest part of me, that's our, that's what we need to do. That's what's best for us. And it was really frustrating for me because this other option intellectually felt like it made more sense. Um, you know, there were a lot of people uh, cheering for us and um, I can't think of the word wanting us to be there with them. Right. And we want to be there with them, like all of those things. Um, but I just felt this weight, like every time I thought about it, I was like, Oh, I don't think it's the right spot right now. Could that change a month from now? Absolutely. That's where you have to trust. Like it's a zigzag line of how you move through things, but I could just feel there was like a heaviness in my gut of like, I just don't think this is it, even though it's what makes sense. Like I would even say to people I was speaking with, like, I wish he would just get in so that I didn't have to make this decision. Like just, it just makes sense to do that. And homeschooling is this like Pandora's box. Uh, even though it feels like the right decision. So this is what I mean by intellectually, it doesn't always make sense. Also, it's very, very scary to make a decision like choosing to homeschool when you've never considered it ever in your life. Like seriously, guys, if you told me a year ago, I'd be like, nope, you are wrong. I will never homeschool my kids. So it doesn't mean that there isn't fear involved in in knowing your intuition. There's still, there's still a scary feeling in it, but anxiety is driven by fear. Whereas intuition, like fear inside of intuition just comes really from the discomfort of knowing you have to do something like a little against, like it's not the path of least resistance. It's the opposite. So here we are and I feel so calm in it. And I can even feel that if, um, if my kids did end up going to that school, I would have felt really, really uneasy. And, uh, and that's anxiety, you know, and anxiety speaks to you. It's just saying like, this isn't aligned. This isn't, you know, even though intellectually it's what makes sense, it's not aligned. Um, and it doesn't also, it also like following your intuition isn't easy. Again, it's the opposite of path of least resistance. But what I find is when you're aligned, when you make decisions that feel aligned an ease comes with it. So it's not easy, but there's a flow and an ease that comes with it because you're in like a trust fall. You're in a lazy river kind of feeling, you know? So what I recommend as an exercise to build this for you, to build your knowing of your anxiety and knowing of your intuition is, so one, I want you to think back of times in your life where you can, in hindsight, really recognize these parts. So there typically it's bigger decisions. So for instance, um, this can go in two directions. Uh, if you are married, you, um, can probably think back to that knowing you felt when you're like, this is the one, how did you know, where did you feel it in your body? What experience did you have? Additionally, I know people who've gone through divorces and they can say without question, I knew walking down the aisle, this was not the one I could feel it. And I ignored it. So that's your anxiety that in the, or like that's ignoring your intuition and you probably were experiencing anxiety during that time. So think back to that and really think of where did I feel the anxiety? What was the, like, how did I experience the intuition? How did I ignore it? And it really explore it inside of physically feeling it in your body because that's where your body tells you everything. Believe me. So 
Also, so think back to all the big things in your life, moving, getting married, um, choosing what college you went to, if you went to school, uh, when you decided what house to choose to move into. Again, it can go either way. Like I knew it was the one and I was right, or I knew it wasn't the one. I did it anyway, and this is what I felt. Uh, just ex- And take a piece of paper, write it down, write, write these things down. Additionally, so a second type of exercise you can do is uh, throughout the day with very simple, simple things, see if you can explore um, following your intuition. Do it with choosing what to eat. Do it with, uh, if you go for a walk, instead of autopilot, maybe just ask your intuition, like, what direction do I feel like going? If you're driving somewhere, maybe it's taking a different way there and just kind of get to the stop sign and be like, okay, which way do I want to go? And just allow your intuition um, to take you in that way and see if you have a gut feeling of what way feels best. Um, Maybe it's like what book you want to read next or what you want to watch on TV or... um, any, any of those things really ask. And, and that's also how we manage our energy is when we are clicked into our intuition, it's going to guide us. And that's where it becomes so strong, even though it's a, a quiet knowing you can't ignore it. So it's in those moments where you're like, I'm supposed to do one more email and then eat, but I need to eat. I intuitively can feel it's time for me to pause. And it will be better for all of us if I do. And just following that. So do it through very simple, less weighted decisions throughout the day. It's a wonderful way to build your intuition. Um, and, and I think all of us have a close relationship with our anxiety and don't want to. So really focus on the intuitive component and see how it feels different than anxiety. Um, and notice that there isn't a lot of thinking involved with intuition. It's very much a body communication. Uh, so pay attention. All right. I think that is all for this week. Uh, I love this topic. If you have any specific questions or even just want to process like, Hey, Aaron, this is really hard for me to figure out. This is what I physically experience or what my experience has been. Do you have any tips, like any thoughts or reflection on what this might be? Do you think that's my intuition? How, you know, if you have specific questions or experiences that you want to process, I'm here. Just shoot me an email, Aaron at AaronJoyceCo.com or send me a DM on Instagram, uh, AaronJoyceCo underscore. Um, And obviously I'll be continuing to share more of my journey there. So be sure to, to follow and that's all. Okay. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next time. Treat others the way you want to be treated.